the CDC considers fluoride in your drinking water so beneficial to your health that they have a 2030 goal of increasing the amount of fluoride that the government puts in your drinking water to cover 77% of the U.S. population. At last check, the CDC said 73% of the U.S. population has government added fluoride in their drinking water. We just love trusting the government with our health, don't we? Uh, ha ha ha. Now, there's a county in North Carolina that is actually going against the CDC's plan. They have just voted to eradicate government-added fluoride from their county. This is in the Charlotte suburbs. Suburban folks in North Carolina don't want the government messing with their water. We're going to dive into the science behind what fluoride actually does to your health. It's association with the pineal gland, the least known gland. Scientists admit we know less about the pineal gland in the brain than any other gland. But new studies show fluoride intake has an association with the calcification of your pineal gland. What does all of this mean? We're going to dive into it all. But first, look at this WCNC local news report on what just went down in North Carolina. We begin tonight in Union County and the debate over fluoride in the county's water system. County leaders voting tonight to remove fluoride from the tap water. WCNC Charlotte's Tradisha Woodard was in the room tonight for that vote. Well, the Union County Board of Commissioners say many of the chemicals that are currently in the water are used to keep people safe, but fluoride specifically is used for treatment. Since then, they voted to remove it from the tap water, giving folks the option to choose. I'd like to see it still in the water. For decades, municipalities, including Union County, have added small amounts of fluoride into water. But now, in two weeks... That process will end. And the people do not need to be being treated with a medical treatment which has only negative results. Some parents and dentists say fluoride helps prevent dental decay and, if removed, it'll impact the most vulnerable, with the biggest impact weighing heavy on disadvantaged communities. The Centers for Disease Control backs those claims. Cavities are the most common chronic disease of childhood. They're painful, expensive to fix, but studies have shown that they have broader implications for a child's health. Others argue adding fluoride simply creates medicated water, sharing concerns of the impact that has on pregnant mothers. Fluoride in public drinking water can cause significant IQ damage to gestating children when consumed by pregnant mothers. WCNC Charlotte's Verified team found that fluoride could be harmful to pregnant women. However, the levels needed to be harmful are above the levels found in Union County's tap water. After nearly an hour of debating, Union County Board of Commissioners had the final say, voting for the second time, three to two, in favor of removing fluoride from the water. The benefits of fluoride are topical. There are no benefits to ingesting it. You know, how about, you know, we don't put a chemical into the water that's meant to treat us. You know, and if you want to use fluoride, if you're a strong believer in its efficacy, then by all means, go out and buy a a tube of fluoride toothpaste. Uh, Go out and buy a fluoride rinse. Tradisha Woodard, WCNC Charlotte. So the government of Union County, North Carolina, is giving freedom to choose back to the people. I love that. You can still go buy fluoride if you want to intake it. Most toothpaste has it, actually. 
Um, right now I take non-fluoride toothpaste, full disclosure, and we're going to get into why there are scientific studies on the dangers of fluoride. And actually, uh, there was testimony in that hearing that led to the decision in that county that talked about the effects on child IQ if a mother intakes fluoride while she is pregnant. The testimony backs up actual science that we're going to show. Real quick shout out to the sponsor of my coverage. Thank you to National Gold Group. Gold has soared past 2,100 ounces in 2023. Uh, Donald Trump recently warned that the U.S. dollar no longer being the world standard will be our greatest defeat in 200 years. Military conflicts in Israel, Ukraine, in Yemen, plus rate cuts on the table are fueling gold's meteoric rise. Several major banks all forecasting sizable rate cuts in an election year. Some say this is Biden's Hail Mary attempt to keep the White House. Meanwhile, our national debt is skyrocketing higher. There's a direct correlation between the national debt and the price of gold. When the debt climbs, the price of gold climbs. Why are so many Americans adding physical gold and silver to their portfolios and retirement plans? You can learn why by calling America's own precious metals company, the National Gold Group. Mention my channel, Ivory Hecker. You'll always get best-in-class service from America's conservative precious metals leader. National Gold Group has the IRA fee waiver program on qualifying rollovers. Call 888-617-5927. Get a free investor guide today. National Gold Group is a consumer affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer. Call 888-617-5927. That's 888-617-5927. Remember, there's always a risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results. Okay, let me show you uh, some of the testimony in North Carolina that led to the government there uh, banning fluoride in the water. I'm here tonight to present the board with evidence that fluoride is a known neurotoxin in the scientific community and to present a study which has found that fluoride in public drinking water can cause significant IQ damage to gestating children when consumed by pregnant mothers. A study has found that very low levels of fluoride, levels much lower than those found in communities where government agencies deliberately add fluoride to their drinking water, can impair brain development of a gestating child. In fact, fluoride has been found to cause more damage to pregnant women and their growing babies than lead, mercury, or arsenic. The study found that pregnant women with a urine, urine fluoride concentration of 0.2 milligrams per liter was enough to lower the child's IQ by one whole point. Pregnant women living in fluoridated communities were found to have four to five times as much fluoride in their urine. It is estimated that more than 72% of public drinking water systems in America are fluoridated. <clears throat> Thus, millions of pregnant women are currently being exposed to levels of fluoride that have the potential to lower their, lower their children's IQ by at least four to six points. The loss of a single IQ point for an individual child may seem imperceptible to some, but the societal cost of millions of children losing five IQ points or more is enormous. A loss of even one IQ point translates to a 2% reduction in lifetime economic productivity, or roughly $20,000 in American money. Not to mention the additional educational costs required for children with lower IQs. Even if we take moral and philosophical questions about protecting children out of this discussion, how long can our society bear the cost of knowingly lowering our population's IQ? 
Let me show you guys a study published on NIH.gov, assessment of fluoride levels during pregnancy and its association with early adverse pregnancy outcomes. The conclusion on this study said that excessive fluoride exposure can have deleterious effects on the expecting mother and fetus and is associated with adverse pregnancy outcomes. They enrolled 600 pregnant patients with gestational age of less than 20 weeks and with a high urinary fluoride level. We also documented the fluoride levels in the tap water and groundwater samples collected from the area where these women resided during their pregnancy. These patients were also evaluated for hemoglobin levels and detailed fetal examination by ultrasound. Results, urinary fluoride averaged 2.65 milligrams per liter or points per million, same thing, and ranged from one to 4.3 points per million. Well, all the water samples revealed fluoride levels greater than WHO prescribed the limit of 1.5 parts per million. So certain areas of America are accidentally adding way too much fluoride. Now, a total of 402 patients, 67% were found to be anemic with hemoglobin levels ranging from 6.2 to 11.9. 81 patients, 13%, had adverse fetal outcomes that comprised abortions, congenital abnormalities, and intrauterine deaths. There was a negative correlation between urinary fluoride and hemoglobin levels, and females with elevated urinary fluoride levels were found to have a strong association with the pregnancy complications, i.e. anemia, miscarriage, abortion, and stillbirth. Another study I want to show you, potential fluoride toxicity from oral medication. The study said that well, fluoride is really healthy. And, you know, the main reason the CDC says we need to add fluoride to our water is to keep our teeth healthy. Um, it allegedly prevents cavities. Uh, and the study says, well, that may be true. Ingestion of fluoride more than the recommended limit leads to toxicity and adverse effects. And I highlighted parts of this uh, study, which said fluoride crosses the placental barrier. Again, talking about how especially damaging it is to growing babies um, in the womb. It says fluoride crosses the placental barrier and incorporates into the fetal tissues. This may lead to teratogenic effects. In addition, elevated fluoride exposure may result in disturbances in bone ossification. Uh, the genotoxic effects of fluoride are due to an aberration of chromosomes. These findings are suggestive of toxic effects of fluoride to fetal tissues, hence extreme care required while prescribing to pregnant women. Any accidental ingestion of high amounts of dentifrices can lead to harmful effects on the fetus. The fetal brain is also susceptible to fluoride poisoning. Fluoride affects the fetal brain tissue and results in remarkable neurological damage, neuronatal degeneration, and reduced secretion of neurotransmitters such as norepinephrine. In addition, fluoride disrupts the secretion of certain neurotransmitters and nerve cell receptors and results in neurodysplasia. 
So the conclusion of the study, which I'm linking down in my description, says the beneficial role of fluoride for the maintenance of good oral health has been known for many decades and strongly evidenced by scientific research. However, it must be emphasized that tooth decay dental caries is not caused by fluoride deficiency and fluoride supplementation will never reverse the active or gross carious lesions. Since the level of safety of fluoride is low, products that contain a high level of fluoride should be stored and used according to the recommendations and should be monitored by a qualified dental professional, especially in children and pregnant women. In children, the swallowing reflex is not very well developed and the fluoride-containing dental products are flavored, hence increasing the possibility of a child to consume an excessive dose of fluoride in areas with high fluoride levels in the drinking water. Alternative dental products with low fluoride levels should be prescribed and monitored, uh, the study said. The CDC went into the history of fluoride in the drinking water, and they said that studies in the 1930s found that areas where fluoride was naturally occurring in the water, because fluoride allegedly is a natural, uh, just a part of nature, and there's a tiny bit even in ocean water. In areas of America where there was higher fluoride, people ended up just having less, less tooth cavities throughout their lives, the CDC was saying. So studies throughout the 1930s looked at this and after much scientific research in 1945, the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan was the first to add fluoride to its city water system in order to provide re residents with the benefits of fluoride. Now by 2020, the CDC says that uh, 73% of U.S. municipalities are injecting fluoride into the water that we drink to benefit our health. Now, 2015, Harvard did a report on HHS, our federal government, Health and Human Services, actually recommending less fluoride, saying, hold up, in 2015, we might actually have too much fluoride in our drinking water. And Harvard has this article, a call for reducing fluoride levels in the drinking water. Controversy over fluoride levels in drinking water in Massachusetts has made headlines in recent months. A quote here says, I know that the Department of Health and Human Services in Washington has recommended that U.S. communities decrease the level of fluoride in water from one part per million to 0.7 parts per million. I think we ought to do that right away said this adjunct professor quoted by Harvard. 2015, our federal government decided we have been putting too much fluoride in the drinking water and gave an alert to all municipalities because end of the day, it's the local municipalities that are treating the water with fluoride. Have all of our municipalities followed that advice? Do we have the correct amount of fluoride in our drinking water? Well, more and more Americans are deciding, let me just stop drinking city water because I don't trust what the government puts in there. Some people are turning to Brita filters to filter some of the stuff out, but turns out Brita filters don't even filter out the fluoride. You have to get uh, an ultra high level sort of 
filter. In Canada, the Canadian government warrants of high levels in drinking water. So it's really interesting. I found uh, this advisory from 2022 out of Alberta about drinking water safety. Alberta says the guidelines for Canadian drinking water maximum recommended level of fluoride is 1.5 parts per million. So 2015, the US government said, we should put no more than 0.7 parts per million indoor water. Canada still just up to 2022 was saying 1.5 parts per million is okay. So they're like doubling the amount of fluoride. It also says health drinking water guideline maximum recommendation level for fluoride is 2.4 parts per million. So you can even triple and quadruple the amounts of, of fluoride in your drinking water in Canada and still be okay, they're saying, trust the Canadian government. Uh, but they do warn here, quote, drinking water that comes from a well may have fluoride levels that are too high. Get out of here. So the U.S. government says there's not enough fluoride in our well water to protect our tooth health. That's why the government has to add fluoride. Canada is saying the opposite. They're saying too much. There's too much fluoride in well water that you might get a toxic reaction to drinking well water. Therefore, go to government water for the perfect amount of fluoride. Literally, alberta.ca, myhealth.alberta.ca, Canadian government website says, drinking water that comes from a well may be may have fluoride levels that are too high. Depending on who is using the water, if your drinking water has more than 1.5 parts per million of fluoride, you may need to take steps to protect your health. Here's the thing. Not only are we getting fluoride in our drinking water, we are getting it in our toothpaste every day because most people just buy the standard toothpaste. Standard toothpaste now has fluoride. You really have to hunt for non-fluoride toothpaste these days. So we're getting it in that. We're getting uh, fluoride from multiple different sources. When you go to the dentist for a cleaning, they like to give you an extra dose of fluoride on those visits as well. Now, my last visit for a cleaning, the dentist was like, I really encourage this, but lately less and less people have been doing the fluoride. And I was like, yeah, I want to be one of those people. I'd rather not take the fluoride. She's like, okay, but really, it really does protect against cavities. And let me just say, I was raised on well water in Northern Wisconsin in the woods. We had a well. And so therefore I was getting natural God-given fluoride, however, however much that was. According to the CDC, it's too little. According to the Canadian government, it's too much. But we would, as kids, our parents would take us to the dentist and they would give us those fluoride treatments as kids, which were bad as we're, we're bad at not swallowing at the dentist. So who knows how much I accidentally swallowed. So I did get a little bit of government fluoride. Well, it was it was dentist fluoride. That being said, I did have quite a few cavities as a kid. And now that I have grown up and been in the city more, I have had less cavities. So is that because I'm drinking fluoridated water? The CDC would say yes. Who knows? Who knows? But I also haven't had cavities since I got rid of fluoridated. I, I got rid of fluoridated toothpaste and I have a heavy filter on my water, on my water faucet, heavy filter that gets rid of that fluoride. And I still don't, still don't have cavities. So there you go. I wanted to show you guys the fluoride content before we get to the pineal gland, the fluoride content of bottled water. I was curious about that because for years, 
I drank bottled water because I just didn't trust the faucet anymore. Turns out, let's show you another study on NIH.gov, fluoride content of bottled water and its implications for the general uh, dentist. Abstract, this study sought to measure the fluoride concentration of various commercial bottled water and to identify clinical implications in dental patients' education and treatment. For this study, 105 different samples of bottled water were collected over a 30-day period in 2007, divided into six categories, and analyzed for fluoride concentration by utilizing a fluoride ion-specific electrode. Based on the present study, distilled bottled waters have an average fluoride concentration of less than 0.01 parts per million, very pure. While drinking and purified bottled waters, all except for one sample, had an average fluoride content of less than 0.03 parts per million, incredibly pure. Spring artesian bottled water had an average fluoride content of 0.08 parts per million, incredibly pure. Remember, it was the federal government saying we need to reduce government fluoride to 0.7 parts per million. And these bottled waters have 0.01 to 0.08 parts per million. They said that that's compared with 0.3 parts per million of mineral water bottles and 0.16 parts per million of flavor added bottled water and 0.6 parts per million of fluoride added bottled water. So even if you buy water that's branded with, we added fluoride to this to protect your teeth. It still has less parts per million of fluoride than what the government is adding to your faucet water. So it looks like if you are avoiding, according to the study, which is uh, was published on NIH.gov in 2009, According to the study, if you want to avoid fluoride, bottled water seems to be the way to go. So that makes me feel better about all that bottled water that I drank. But because I don't want, I don't want the brain effects that we're seeing in these other studies. But the issue is then I get the plastics, the microplastic toxicity of bottled water. So what can you do? That's why I just went back to faucet water with a heavy filter on it. Healthline talks about, they, they have a whole article on the calcification of the pineal gland. Uh, their point in this article, they say the pineal gland has the highest calcification rate of any tissue of the body. Doctors haven't proven that a calcified pineal gland can cause medical problems. However, some people may wish to reduce fluoride intake in commercial calcium supplements as a means to potentially reduce calcification of the pineal gland. Researchers haven't proven that this approach works in humans. The pineal gland in ancient Egypt, the pineal gland was known as the seat of the spirit or the soul. They used the third eye as a route to higher awareness and consciousness. The Buddhists related it to spiritual awakening and the Hindus connect it to the third eye, which represents intuition and clairvoyance, according to the sleep guru, but the Cleveland Clinic says that the pineal gland is the least understood gland in our body. They have an article uh, with the Cleveland Clinic uh, that talks about why is the pineal gland called the third eye? Since the pineal gland was the last of the endocrine glands to be discovered and scientists still aren't fully sure of its functions, the pineal gland, says the clinic, has long been a mysterious organ. 
The pineal gland was commonly called the third eye for many reasons, including its location deep in the center of the brain and its connection to light via the circadian rhythm and melatonin secretion. Many spiritual uh, traditions believe it serves as a connection between the physical and spiritual worlds. Let's look at mercury connection to the pineal gland. There's a, there's a recent study on NIH.gov, uh, published just in 2023. Prevalence of pineal gland calcification, systematic review and meta analysis. Background. Well, let's look at the conclusion of this article. Quote, the pooled prevalence of pineal gland calcification was higher compared with reports from previous studies. Different studies reported pineal gland calcification was most prevalent in adult population compared with the pediatric age group, according to the qualitative analysis. An increase in age, male, sex, and white ethnicity are the major sociodemographic characteristics that increase the prevalence of pineal gland calcification they are saying uh, if you're a white male, your pineal gland is probably more calcified. Interesting. They do talk about fluoride in this. Right here, the study says different studies indicated that pineal gland calcification was significantly associated with age, sex, low altitude, low sunlight exposure, ethnicity, light cell phone, fluoride intake, nutrition, and neurodegenerative diseases. A modern lifestyle like using electromagnetic field EMF emitting materials such as cell phones and audio video players, using fluoride in mouthwash, toothpaste, and tap water, and using herbicides were all considered as the critical risk factors for pineal gland calcification. Uh, so they talk about uh, some people recommend eating organic so that you're not getting those pesticides. Turns out you are getting uh, pesticides also have fluoride in them and it can lead to calcification of the pineal glands. And science is saying we don't know what effects that all has on your health and in your brain activity when your pineal gland gets so calci calcified. But Fluoride in this new study is a key factor, as well as a lot of unhealthy things like our, our phones, not enough sunlight, and uh, other things that are getting us away from nat nature. So this government uh, in North Carolina, Union County, has decided that they are going to leave it up to the people on how much fluoride they want in their bodies by not putting it in their drinking water. And I think that's wonderful. Uh, let me know your thoughts on this, whether you guys get uh, fluoride, fluoridated <laughs> drinking water, whether you guys have it in your toothpaste. I've been getting rid of it all. The more that I learn, uh, just staying away from, staying away from government and corporation added fluoride. Have a good one, everyone. Check the links in my description and Click like and share this video. Thanks so much.